The Troy Trojans win the battle for the belt again. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. All right, a heck of a ball game on Thursday night with uh, South Alabama and Troy. Uh, we kind of knew it, we kind of didn't. And that's about uh, Carter Bradley, all right? I didn't think he should be playing in the last minute and a half. I'm not sure they should be going for two. And this was against the Cajuns. I didn't even like calling Lacey fielding the punt with a minute and a half to go down 33-14. But Carter Bradley leads the Jags on a touchdown drive, makes the score a little bit respectable, but he got dinged up going for two. And so uh, he was ruled out late Thursday. And... The line sort of, well, the line didn't reflect it. The line was all over the place. There were some, I I don't know of it, but I guess some shady money going back and forth on this, right? Because we've been talking about this game. It was at six, opened at six, went down to five and a half, five, but was a little bit odd because we weren't sure if Carter Bradley was going to play. Like Troy was favored, but the line was going towards South Alabama. And then AL.com's Craig Stevenson says, the line's down to four and a half by the time I saw the tweet and went on... FanDuel, it was three and a half. I should have jumped on it. I got it at five and a half. So we pulled one out. But when Carter Bradley was announced that he wasn't playing, it went to seven. Uh, And so um, it was going to be a tough battle with Carter Bradley in there anyway. All right. However, South Alabama came to play. They looked much better in this ballgame than they did against the Cajuns. They just did. They played some really good defense against uh, Troy. Troy had all kinds of problems uh, throughout the ballgame. They really did. And even the touchdown passes were contested. Three great catches by Chris Lewis. But those guys were not wide. He was not wide open uh, throughout the night like we've seen in the past, the season, from South Alabama. Kamani Vidal uh, got it going in the second half. He always seemed to be like one step away from breaking a big one. Let's see what he finished with. They did not, they could not get the running game going in the first half, Detroit. They only had like 26 yards on the ground, 26. But they ended up with 103 on the ground in the second half. Uh, and so they put it away. We'll talk about the drive that put it away and kind of what changed the game. This is one of those scores that does not reflect how close the game was because the game was rather close uh, throughout. Uh, Kamani Vidal, 24 carries. Uh, 125 yards, does score a touchdown, and I mean barely. I'm not convinced he was in. And I had money on the game and needed the touchdown. Uh, I'm not convinced he was in. The, the, the line, the, the shot of the camera just was always slightly in front. You can't really see straight down the line. I'm not exactly sure the ball crossed the plane, right? You only cross, you don't have to cross into the color of the end zone. You just have to cross the front line, the front white portion of it. And I'm not sure he was in. But they gave it to him, and that made the score uh, 21-10. to 10. Uh, And then Gio Lopez, 
who again played pretty well. He did play well. We'll get back to him in a second. He throws an interception on third and 10. Poor decision, but you know, you got to force it at that point in time. So I'm not going to, you can't crush the kid. But he did have a couple of those decisions in the ballgame where he's running to his left and throwing back across his body, and it could have been interceptions. Uh, this one was tipped and it was picked off. Uh, all right, so let's turn, let's talk about the turning point in this ballgame. Uh, Troy had issues, you know, getting going. And let's see what this, I want to see what the, where we are here. Let me see where we are here because. They were down 7-0. Again, they turned the ball over, and Gio Lopez leads a drive. Uh, LaDainian Webb, who leads not only the Sunbelt rushing touchdowns, but the nation in rushing touchdowns. Do you think PFF College is going to you know, get along and saying that? Because he stops. And Colin Lacey, for the time being, he actually had a nice little ball game. Uh, he leads the nation in receiving yards. He had 89. He had nine catches in 89 receiving yards. So, That'll last until, well, we'll see what Malik Neighbors does against Alabama. Uh, but let's see. It's easier to do this on ESPN than the actual uh, stats program just to see the game cast. So you can see, and I can uh, jog my memory with what I saw. All right, so South Alabama took a 7 nothing lead against uh, Troy after the turnover, LaDainian Webb, and then... Uh, Watson hits Chris Lewis for a 47 yard catch. Uh, that makes it a 7 7 ball game. They tie it up and then they get a nice, geez, a 96 yard drive. They, uh, Chris Lewis, 26 yard catch for those who may have had South Alabama in the first half. Uh, that's a bad beat, losing it with 19 seconds left to go. So Troy takes a, a 14 to 7 lead. They got stuffed. Troy in the Third quarter, I think, got stuffed uh, trying to go for it on fourth and one, not handing it off to Vidal. I don't know why, but they did not. And that slowed them down in their tracks. Okay. South Alabama, I think that's where they took over and they couldn't put it in. They had Gio Lopez on second down and long. They were like second down and two, you know, second down and goal from the two. And then they got a penalty, so it's still second down and like now eight or something along those lines, or from the seven or eight. And he got it all back, got it to the one yard line. It's going to be third down and uh, one. And they hand it off to Webb, and he loses yardage. I will say it did look like someone got a hand in the face mask. Someone either jerked his helmet or got him right in the middle of the jersey because his head jerked quickly. I thought. It looked like it was going to be a stuffed play for Troy's defense, but they were going to get a first down because of the uh, face mask, but they had to settle for a field goal. So instead of tying the ball game up at 14, it's a, it's a 14 to 10 ball game and tough to get a better 16 play drive than this 16 plays eight and a half minutes and, you know, five minutes. I don't think it's going to be in the game cast. It's not on the uh, play by play. Um, Troy had the ball. First down and 10 from the South Alabama 13-yard line. They Five minutes of that eight-and-a-half-minute drive came at that point in time because they used three plays to get it a first down, and then they used all four plays to get a touchdown. So they, they wasted four-and-a-half, five minutes of clock putting it in, and someone who had five-and-a-half, I was hoping they just kicked a field goal. <laughs> 
but they do get the touchdown. And again, I, I mean, barely, I, I'm not convinced uh, they were in. We did not have the best angle from TV, but a heck of a job by Troy in a game that I thought they were really going to destroy him, whether it was Carter Bradley or not playing. And Gio Lopez, you can see he's got some ability, got to throw it a little. He's got a heck of an arm. He is a, a stocky kid. He's not that tall, but he is fast. And I think the future is looking good for South Alabama. Short week, too. Who knows what he could have done if we had a couple more days to prepare. Uh, and South Alabama is expecting Carter Bradley back for the Arkansas State game, but we'll see. He gets another, he gets 10 days to get ready. Um, but it's been a it's been a tough season for South Alabama. They're four and five. Four and five. And they still got to go to Texas State. They got to win two out of their last three just to get to a bowl. Yeesh. That's a it's a bad. Whatever the case may be, it's a bad season. All right. Troy improves to seven and two, four and one. Uh, they are on top of the Sunbelt West, of course. They'll get a couple of extra days off. Um, and the big ball game is in two weeks, allegedly, against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, depending on if the Cajuns can take care of business against Arkansas State and Southern Miss. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, we'll continue to uh, recap this game and preview week 10 of uh, the Sunbelt. Talk a little JMU in there uh, as well. Let me tell you about, make sure I get this right, game time. There we go. You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of an 18% savings, and Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E, LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE, for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Do need to look up one thing quickly because this seems like the group of five teams are being left out of the conversation, and I don't know why. Is it for clicks? I don't get it, all right? I do not get it, all right? Um... So these numbers are not included in uh, in tonight's action. So technically, he's got over 1,100 yards. Um, so Kamani Vidal is third in the nation coming into last night's ballgame, as the case may be, uh, with 994 yards. Ollie Gordon's kind of come out of nowhere. I think he's rushed for like 500 yards the last two weeks for Oklahoma State. And when you know it, Marcus Carroll from Georgia State uh, is right behind Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon's got 1,087 yards. Marcus Carroll's got 1,060 yards. And Kamani Vidal had 100, or I'm sorry, had uh, 994 yards coming into tonight. 
had 125 yards. So he's got 10, 30, a thousand, or no, I'm sorry, 1,130 yards. Um, and one touchdown. He did have a touchdown tonight. That gives him seven. All right. But they don't mention these guys. I don't know why. Right. They will go down the list. PFF College, Pro Football Focus College. I believe that's Chris Collinsworth's company. Right. We got, you know, leading receiver in NCAA, Malik Neighbors. Leading pass efficiency, so and so. Right. Leading rusher, but it says FBS. It, it, it excludes the G5. And I don't know why. Well, they're playing against G5 guys. Yeah, but their teammates are G5, right? It's G5 guys playing against G5 guys. I get it that the Power 5 guys may be better overall, but they have Power 5 teammates, right? So it, it shouldn't matter, period. Um, so Kamani Vidal, as of last night's ballgame, leads the nation in rushing. Also, should be mentioned, now Ladanian Webb, he leads the nation in rushing touchdowns. Came in with 13. That was a tops in the Sun Belt. Had one. That gives him 14. Kerry Robinson for San Jose State has 13. Blake Corum of Michigan has 13. And our guy Marcus Carroll from Georgia State, he's got 12. That's coming into the week. Webb's got, had 13 coming into the week. Now he's got 14. He leads the nation in touchdowns. <clears throat> Don't give us the FBS junk. Just say NCAA. <clears throat> now, it was interesting because maybe they got to click on it or, you know, if you put a Notre Dame guy on there, right, and not to take anything away from Audrey Estime, but if you put the Notre Dame guy on there, maybe more people will look at it because it's the Notre Dame guy. All right, but there's nothing to click. You're just going to look at the picture on the Twitter? Come on, right? And so just go down the list. Leading, you know, leads the nation in rushing. Uh, in this case, it would be uh, the Oklahoma State kid, Ollie Gordon. But not as of tomorrow, or not as of right now, I should say. Not as of today, all right? Kamani Vidal leads the nation in rushing. And they should be, they should, it should be in there, right? Colin Lacey, as of right now, for uh, South Alabama, he actually leads the nation in receiving yards. What did I say? He had 89. He came in 24 behind Malik Neighbors. 24. So now he's ahead of him by a few. I presume Malik Neighbors will surpass him again. All right. Malik Neighbors does not surpass Colin Lacey again. It was a long day for the LSU Tigers. Let's just put it that way. So Colin Lacey right now leads the nation in receiving. So South Al, let me get this straight. Let's make sure we understand this. All right. Kamani Vidal for Troy leads the nation in rushing as of right now in the Sun Belt. Colin Lacey from South Alabama leads the nation in receiving from the Sun Belt. Ladanian Webb leads the nation in rushing touchdowns in the Sun Belt. Give the guys credit, guys. Come on. Come on. And that whole JMU doesn't count on the stats thing. That's ridiculous as well. Like, I don't think Jalen Green is anywhere in these stats. And he's, like, leads the nation in sacks. That's bo that's bogus, all right? I don't care about the transition. That has nothing to do with the transition. 
That has to do with postseason play and playing for a championship. You're sacking the quarterback. Your stats should count. Why that's the case, I do not know. And so it just feels like things are being, you know, the Sun Belt and the G5 are being overlooked because they want them to. Like, they don't care or something along those lines. I don't I don't get it. All right. Um, tackles for loss. I guess that's per game. Jason Henderson from Old Dominion. Uh, he is tops with Edron Cooper in that category. Do not see sacks on this NCAA a stat page. Oh, there it is. Sacks. All right. Total sacks. He's not there. All right. Jalen Green is not there. Should be there, but he's not. No. I think he should be number one in the nation. Uh, and it's too bad that he's not. Uh, so, you know, Sun Belt players are, you know, among the nation's leaders. It's not just they lead the Sun Belt. Right. I mean, even if neighbors goes past Colin Lacey and Burton from Missouri go past Colin Lacey, still third in the nation. <laughs> right. And even if Gordon against uh, Oklahoma has a big day, all right, goes past him. All right. But Vidal is right there. It's really impressive. It really is. And it's a shame that for whatever reason, PFF College don't, does not want to credit the guys who are having the best years. It's not to take away from the other guys. It's just to say, he leads the nation in whatever category you're talking about. But then all of these guys are leading the nation until you get to the one where it's a G5 guy and it's like leads power five. It's not even FBS. It's lead power five schools. Come on. It's not even FBS. That's it's, it's ridiculous. It's not cool. All right. Come on, PFF. You're better than that. Just give credit to where credit is due. It's not that hard. All right. Uh, okay, let's take a timeout. We'll do, again, a quick recap of previewing. Not a recap, but we'll preview uh, week 10 again. We'll do a once-over, see if I've changed my mind. I did get the first one right. All right, I did get uh, the first one uh, right. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about prize picks. Price picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season, too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on price picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Price picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals. Easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily for fantasy sports app. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday each Tuesday. Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So go over to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college and use code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, let's get back to it. Okay, and, uh, quickly recapping. 
Troy beat South Alabama 28 to 10. Ball game was closer than that. Um, after the interception, ja- uh, after the uh, Gio, uh, Gio Lopez interception, Troy, I don't think, got a first down, but they went for it on fourth down. And then they threw it in the end zone. Some people consider that running up the score. You kick in the field goal, that's kind of running up the score, although the field goal is 50 yards. If you stop him from getting the touchdown, which, again, he was covered, then you know, they don't score, right? It's almost like giving you a better chance to uh, get off the field. All right, again, Cajuns take on uh, Arkansas State. Don't sleep on them, Cajuns. Do not sleep on Arkansas State, all right? Jalen Rayner's got 13 touchdown passes and only four interceptions, almost 1,500 yards, okay? We'll see if the Cajuns can uh, run the football effectively in this uh, ballgame. That's what we're going to be uh, looking for in uh, this one. Kind of control the clock. All right. Uh, that uh, spread is down to eight. Still probably like Arkansas State with the spread, but I'll take the Cajuns win. And that's what's most important right now, actually, to both teams. Uh, JMU still five and a half points uh, leader over uh, or favorite over Georgia State. I got the Panthers at home on this one. Boy, I'm getting blowback. First of all, it's not my decision that JMU can't play. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the rule. I think it's archaic. They've played a full FBS schedule uh, the last two years. They should play. They should have gotten the waiver. They didn't. I can't do anything about it. Doesn't change the fact I think Troy's playing better. I think right now Troy is a better team. If Troy was playing James Madison in Troy, Troy would be favored. If James Madison was so great, they would be favored. But Troy would be favored by three or four, just like if James Madison was at home. You want to give James Madison an extra point? Maybe they'd be favored by four or five at home. And I still think Troy would win. As of right now, Troy has given up, what are we up to? 33 points in the last five ball games. I know tonight was against a backup quarterback, or last night was against a backup quarterback, but they've given up 33 points in the last five ball games defensively. And James Madison hasn't played particularly well in the last two ball games against um, Marshall without Rasheen uh, Ali. And last week against ODU, you know, they survived, did a good job winning, but uh, didn't play uh, their best. Uh, you get Old Dominion taking on Coastal. I got Old Dominion on this one. Coastal uh, minus one. I got Old Dominion winning this ball game. They're going to be one game. If they win this game, they're going to be one game from a bowl game. That is quite the turnaround for Ricky Ronnie and company uh, in uh, Norfolk. Uh, Southern Miss is going to beat Monroe. That's a three-point ball game. Someone's going to get their first Sunbelt victory in this one. Uh, Texas State and Georgia Southern. I think I picked Georgia Southern on this one, right? I think Georgia Southern is going to go in there. I do think it's going to go over, although the over went down. It was 70 and a half. Now it's 68 and a half. Still think it's going to go over. And we got App State three and a half beating Marshall. The herd have just fallen off the cliff. We talked about that yesterday. Don't understand why. Uh, let's see if they give App State all they can handle. The problem with App State is, is that they get off to really slow starts and play extremely well in the second half, right? I think Carolina was like that. I think uh, uh, Coastal Carolina was like that. Um, Monroe was like that, right? Uh, and last week, Southern Miss was like that. So they're getting off to slow starts, but they finish well. And, you know, Marshall just, it, Marshall kind of plays. Well, Marshall started out that way, but then... They seem to play the way their opponents plays, basically it kind of. 
played to the level of their opponents for the something along those lines. All right. Uh, all right. We're doing well. We are um, not going to Jonesboro uh, this week. We do have a short week. Cajuns will play on Thursday next week. So we'll be at that ball game and looking forward to, uh, you know, games back on national TV. So that'll be a good, a good exposure for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Locked on a Sunbelt. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. We're getting closer and closer to these holidays. I did go candy shopping because I was late on that a couple of nights ago, and they had already taken the candies off the shelf. I went on Halloween, right, on my way home from work. I went for Halloween, and uh, they already had the candy off the shelf. I went shopping again today. Candy was 50% off. Someone in my office has a bowl of candy. I buy the candy for him because if it was on my desk, the, all the candy would be gone. I still need to walk down the hallway to get to his desk, but uh, at least it's there for, for a few days or at least a week. But uh, it was 50% off today, so bought a bag of candy for him. Uh, all right, thanks so much again for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt. Should be a great week of Sunbelt football. The, the South Alabama-Troy game was really good. It got away a little bit from South Alabama. But, you know, midway through the fourth quarter, it was a 14 to 10 ball game. Troy with a couple of late touchdowns to look at, make it look a little bit more impressive. Uh, all right. You've been listening and watching Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks again for watching and listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll talk to you again on Monday.